Welcome to Netfront Presence. I'm Jeff Gordon, Post-Dispatch, joined by Jim Thomas from Las Vegas and Tom Timmerman here in the STL. And this is going to be a happy edition of the Netfront. No complaining, nothing to worry about here. A 3-0 road trip, JT. And uh, they are who we thought they are, but uh, in, in many ways. But, uh, but 3-0, you know, outstanding start, somewhat circumstantial, somewhat opportunistic. But 3-0 is 3-0. Yeah, and uh, uh, maybe even a, a little better than, than I thought they would be. The first two games, I was all prepared uh, entering last night's game to come on here and say they're, you know, they're just like we kind of thought on paper. They were going to score a lot of goals, but, boy, we didn't know about them defensively. And that that's, I, I think, was the takeaway from the first two games. And then they came out last night. Granted, a, a Vegas team missing uh, – uh, uh, some of its top players, but uh, they, they just played great defense last night and Bennington's been great. So yeah, three, three games, uh, three and oh, it's the first time in the history franchise history. They've, they've started out with, uh, with three road victories to, to uh, open the season. So yeah, it, it's hard to complain about uh, complain about much. That's for sure. And no matter how they got them, these are points that in a really tightly packed central division race are going to matter. If you got two points against Colorado, no matter how you got them, those are two points that Winnipeg or Minnesota or someone else isn't getting. This, these are points that ultimately could be deciding points in a, in a very close race. Well, so many good things to talk about, but the star of JT's story on STL today, it, it came in so late that didn't make too many print editions and none with the quotes because the game was so late. But on, on STL today, the star of the story, Vladimir Tarasenko. Chatty Kathy, as JT would say, just uh, lots to talk about, all positive. JT, uh, all the worst fears that we spent months uh, building up uh, here on in the net front in stltoday.com, uh, not realized. So far, number 91 is starting to look like number 91 again. Yeah, and I, I thought the first two games, you know, he looked engaged. He was into it. He was trying to get back on defense. Yeah, you know, contest the pucks uh, uh, along uh, the walls and, and whatnot, but – I thought offensively the game looked a little fast for him. And then all of a sudden he comes out and uh, it looked like vintage, uh, vintage Tarasenko in, in the, uh, in, in the game last night, uh, seven shots on goal, 11 shots attempts, Tom, that, that we used to see that almost on a nightly basis with, uh, with uh, Tarasenko. And then it kind of went away like a lot of stuff for two years. Yeah. I think that's, you know, the goal aside that the, the fact that he's willing and prepared to shoot this much is a good sign. I mean, it's just that he feels confident in his health and that it's not preventing him from taking these shots. And so I think that as far as, you know, what he can do this year, uh, that's a good sign on his health. Just the number of shots he's taken. He's among the league leaders uh, in shots so far this year. And a lot of them are on net. So that's, that's a good sign as well. You know, the, the goal, maybe not as indicative, it was, you know, a, a fluky thing, but it's one of those things where he did a lot of things right and he deserved to get a goal somewhere along the way and finally got one. Well, JT, the, the time where he looked like the first time your eyes really opened was uh, early on, he gets that, he earns that break in. You mm -hmm. said that change of pace, that speed, the acceleration. I think uh, TNT said it was like 22 miles an hour. And then, he, you know, then he used his strength to square up and, and get a shot. Now, I didn't convert that rush, but that's exactly the sort of thing that you were accustomed to seeing 
from Vladimir where he would just take over and make a play. Yeah. And, uh, that he was trying to drive the net, which is which is something that uh, Barubi uh, the last uh, couple of years had to, you know, when he was on the ice, had to encourage him to do because he 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 kind of stayed on the uh, on the perimeter. He's in, and Barubi said, you know, part of your game, a big part of your game is 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 driving the net. And as Dick Vermeil would say, that speed was glaring. I don't think we've seen Vladdy move that fast in a while. And again, harken back to whatever he and Barbashev. Uh, did Miami training there for five and five or six weeks. I mean, they came back in, in really good, uh, really good shape. And, uh, you know, a quick aside, Barbashev's played, uh, really well, uh, really well too. Yeah. You know, we need, we just going to have to see here. What is kind of the new baseline on Tarasenko? Is it back to where it was before? It's probably going to be somewhere lower coming off all these shoulder surgeries and just normal aging, but, is it closer to what it was before or, or where is it? And that's what we'll find out here in the first you know, month or so of the season. Well, it, it does, it does seem higher than it was last year where until the very end of the season, it was hardly, it was hardly existing. Uh, the big story, uh, 91 aside, because of all the drama, he st- steals a headline for this edition of the net front, but boy, uh, and this is not going to be this easy for him the rest of the season because teams are going to figure out how to take space away from him. But if you're sloppy and you're turning the puck over and you're giving Jordan Cairo room to work, oh my, that's bad for other teams. And, and JT, this team needs somebody like that to provide a spark, to drive play, uh, to, to speed things up, to create off the rush, to be a catalyst, all these things. Uh, he, is, he can do things that nobody else on the team can do. Yeah, and he, he's got speed unlike just a very, very small uh... – uh, universe of players in the NHL have, but yeah, what a dynamic player he's been now. Let's go back to last year. He started fast uh, uh, last year and then teams started to, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of uh, uh, get physical with him and uh, uh, his play slowed down, but uh, boy, you, you kind of get the sense that this will be a little different. Not that he's going to going to keep it up like, uh, like this, because he, it's, it's just a tremendous pace. What, what, what does he have? Seven points now in uh, mm-hmm. in in three games but i i think he's uh, and baruby alluded to to it uh i think it was yesterday just how he, he's kind of learned that he can't make something happen on on every play and sometimes you just have to dump the puck in or just pass the puck to someone else and kind of kind of live to fight another shift but uh yeah it's been something to watch uh what i really like about him is he's and common theme with with me he's not afraid to shoot the puck Opponents know that, and uh, that's kind of the, the other night uh, in Arizona before uh, uh, Pavel uh, Buchnevich went uh, WWE on all of us. Uh, uh, you know that two-on-one break. They're playing. They're playing Kyra because they thought he was going going to shoot. Uh, and and one last thing though too, he's besides being such a good shooter and having that shooter's mentality. I mean. He's a really good passer. Maybe not a Robert Thomas quality passer, but that pass to Vladdy, Vladdy admitted all I had to do was tap the puck in. Yeah, in his first three games, he's had he's been right around the 14-minute mark. And you have to wonder, you know, what are they giving up things by only playing him that that little? Does he should he if he's on a higher line and you need more ice time for Jordan Cairo? Uh, because of the rate he's going now, you'd want to get him out there. 18 minutes a night as much as you can. Now, defensively, he's got to shore things up. But right now, his, 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 his uh, expected goal numbers, both allowed and 
um, scored have been pretty good. Um, so, uh, you know, defensively, he, you know, not up at that level yet, but his offensive numbers are just off the charts. And, you know, do they need to find more ice time for him? Yeah, JT, on another happy note, um, and this is uh, the another guy that we focus quite a bit on in the net front, and uh, you know I, I gave a bit of a rough ride to uh, last year because I just wanted to see more from him. But Robert Thomas looks like he's going to give more, at least again, it's early. Um, he's being used carefully, but you know clearly here's a guy that he's using a skill set. He's another guy that helps speed this team up. He creates space for himself. And uh, JT, he's not getting destroyed in the faceoff circle, at least not to this point. He's always at least surviving uh, playing center. Yeah, I noticed he's getting some uh, defensive zone uh, uh, faceoffs. He's worked very, very hard at almost every practice on the road. You can see him after, you know, the formal practice is over, uh, working with uh, Steve Ott uh, on on, on faceoffs. And, uh, yeah, Thomas has been, you know, kind of lost maybe in the uh, oh wow factor of Cairo. Thomas has been, uh, has been uh, uh, very, very good. And uh, you combine those two and, and some of the other additions and uh, this team, when it wants to, can they, they can get up and down the ice. One of the things, even if it had the blues had lost that game. And again, there was no Mark Stone. There was no Max Pacioretty. Alex Tuck is not around, but still not only did the blues, Blues, uh, what was it, 6-1-1 one, and one Vegas was against uh, the Blues, but uh, they, they just destroyed him in terms of skating. I mean, and uh, even had the Blues lost last night, I would have walked away saying, boy, that, that the, the Blues were right with Vegas in terms of getting up and down uh, the ice. Yeah, once in a while, Vegas got one of their transition plays going, but 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 not, uh, not too often. And so uh, this Blues team, it, it looks like, especially with, with Thomas – uh, coming around and, and seeming uh, uh, seeming determined, very determined to to kind of get his game back from from last year. This is a team that can get up and down the ice. Yeah, we said in the offseason that you know two guys who would have a big effect on how this team did would be uh, Thomas and Cairo, and we're seeing that right now in the early going. Those guys are playing well, and the team has won three games. Um, you know, if they can keep that up, this team will win more games than they would have if those guys don't keep it up, uh, but they are showing that they are significant members and significant difference makers on this team. Another uh, one of the newcomers who uh, is showing that he's pretty much what they, they bargained for. Uh, Brandon Saad comes in. Um, he, he's nothing flashy about him, which is what the, uh, the sense coming in. This is what you were going to see from him, but he, boy, he skates well, um, not overly physical, but he is big. He, he will drive the net and he, by doing that, he just, even if he's not scoring goals or setting up goals, he can create opportunities by, uh, by penetrating that space, by getting there, by, by taking people with him. And uh, he just is, seems like JT that he's fitting in. He's a guy that can kind of play up in different roles, different parts of the lineup with different players. And he just fits in because he knows where to go. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He, he knows the drill. He's been around and, uh, you know, he, he comes to, to St. Louis and, hey, we're going to put you on this line with Ryan O'Reilly and David Perron. You know, what do you, what do you, what do you think about that? that uh, that's pretty valuable real estate. That would be like Jeff Gordon comes to St. Louis from Detroit. Jeff, we got a place for you in Ladue and it's, it's all paid for. So hope you enjoy <laughs> your, hope you enjoy your, 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 your time there. But yeah, 
And uh, so he's, he's just kind of crashing the net. Uh, O'Reilly makes a play from uh, behind the goal line last night. Uh, Perron shot is blocked, I think, by Theodore. And Saad's right there uh, to put it in. And uh, uh, you're exactly right. He's not, not going to have the wow factor plays like uh, Cairo and, and even, uh, even Thomas. But, uh, but he's going to be there. And, and uh, again, we have Sunquist out. And, okay, Buchnevich, uh, you know, two-game suspension. But, uh, uh, you know, every night it's, it's, it's been uh, someone uh, different. I mean, you have Perron with the – with the two goals uh, in, 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 in Colorado, you have kind of the kitty core, the baby blues, as some would call them, uh, taking over uh, uh, against Arizona. And then, uh, you know, Vladdy Daddy, uh, the tank rolls out and, and, and wins the game. This is, uh, right now, it's, it's four lines deep, and, and uh, uh, it's, been, uh, it's been fun to watch. Really, among those top three lines has the – with the O'Reilly Perron sideline right now, though, rank third among productivity. I mean, you got Cairo, you know, the Tarasenko's effectiveness has that, you know, is that line, you know, got some catching up to do uh, with the others. It's, I mean, there's, they, it has been well spread out so far, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good competition they're going on is that line's always going to get the time because of their defensive ability. But um, you know, when it comes to scoring, I think we're seeing it, in other places. And before we uh, move it to the back end and look at the defense and the goaltending, we did, I did want to point out that our, the long awaited two goal game from Clem Costin finally uh, occurred. We may never see it again. or We might see it again <laughs> because, you know, Arizona was just got awful. I mean, just awful. But yeah. having said that, you know, here's what we knew about Clem Costin. One, he's enormous. He's just a big guy Two, He, he likes to hit run into people. He's not no problem with that. Three, he's got a pretty good shot. I mean, definitely has an NHL shot. And then four, yeah, he's going to take some penalties. So he saw a little bit of all that uh, in the limited time he's played, but he's he's got, what, eight hits in two games. He had the two-goal game. And, uh, and he's enormous. He runs into people. So, JT, I think if nothing else, you've got another guy, another soldier to put in there. Um, if you want to get the body checking going and you want to have some, some heft on your side, you could use Costin. Yeah, and he, he's a guy, it's been an uh, ongoing struggle to uh, tell him, you got to be a power forward in this league. I mean, he, he, I think there was a time that he wanted to be like uh, Connor McDavid or just saw himself as a scorer or a playmaker, and then they, you're a power forward, you're a power forward. And I think he's finally, he's finally uh, getting that. But, yeah, we did, we did see the gamut of Clem Costin, including, you know, a penalty – which uh, Craig Berube didn't like uh, in Arizona that kind of helped fuel that, that two goal, that uh, little bit of nervousness and that, uh, that uh, timeout where according to Cairo, uh, Berube was telling him to relax when I, I put the binoculars down there and all, all Craig was doing was yelling. I'm not a good re uh, lip reader, but uh, I don't know if that was good relaxation therapy there for, for those couple of minutes on the bench. The definition of a relaxing day at the beach, having Craig Berube yell at you. That would be the, <laughs> I'm going to take some time off here. Go. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, Costin is a work in progress. He scored two goals that, you know, I don't want to anoint him as the savior. I mean, the, you know, the, he's just still getting 10 minutes a night. Obviously the Ruby is very cautious about how they're using him, where they're going to use him. He takes penalties. Uh, he still has things to work on, but uh, you know, two goals are better than zero goals. 
but uh, yeah, it's, but, but it's, it's promising steps that he needs to take and he's getting him in the lineup, which is, you know, this is the year they've got to see what Clem Costa can do and where he fits. And that's what he's getting a chance to do now. On the defensive end, uh, the big story going in was uh, can Colton Pareko get back to being Colton Pareko? And thus far, he's logged a lot of minutes. Uh, he's blocked a lot of shots. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's been a plus. He's got a couple of assists. Uh, he and Skedell are trying to become a shutdown pair. So far, again, against sketchy competition and, and uh, somewhat uneven defensive play at times overall. But uh, the fact that he's out there playing the big minutes, taking the assignment, uh, JT, um, based compared to where he was last year, uh, it looks like it's at least a step forward, if not a complete, uh, you know, return to his best form. Yeah, he looks he looks pretty good, and and the, and the two kind of the lit, litmus tests for for him and how the back is 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 he making those occasional uh, rushes down the ice? Uh, yes, and is he taking uh, that shot? Yes, maybe not again, not as much as we'd like, but again. You know, for fans that are obsessed, always well, got to score 10, 15 goals. You know, if he's not going to the candy store, meaning getting power play duty, I mean, his, his chances are, are, are going to be uh, are going to be limited. But, uh, you know, when he comes out the first night and and uh, that, that was his uh, highest, he was over, what, 27 minutes, uh, his highest total of ice time in, in a few years. I mean, that's a that's a very good uh sign and, and 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 I want to just throw out there real quick I mean Scandella last night that it's the best game I can recall him playing uh, uh, since he's been with the with, with the blues and and he and uh, Biddington made it a point to, to praise uh, Scandella uh, uh, Baruby too and it just said he you know he was physical he, he was uh, using that long reach to knock pucks away and uh, we, we, we need to see more of that from Scandella. And then that, that'll help Pareko out too. Yeah, even if the results aren't always there in the early going, it just looks, Colton Pareko looks right this year. It does not look like it, the back is, is bothering him right now. So, you know, his game is probably not up to the maximum of where he'd like it to be right now, but he certainly looks like a guy who isn't troubled by the health conditions that really ruined last year for him. Okay. Now under the, the Justin Falk and Tory Krug, you know, in an ideal world, uh, Justin Falk would be playing next to uh, a Marco Scandella uh, type, the, a good Marco Scandella. And maybe Tory Krug would also be playing next to a similar type player. And then they could just, they could just do what they, you know, turn it loose on offense, go in deep and, and do what they do. You know, last night, you know, situation where Falk goes in deep and, and doesn't get forward back up. So now, you know, Krug's left defending a two-on-one, which is tough for him to do at his size. He just doesn't have a lot that he can do with that. Um, but both guys are playing well offensively. You know, the flip side of that is, and each guy gets the quarterback a power play unit. And some of the stuff Krug was doing, some of those touch pass rotation passes with just a, a tip of the skate or the stick to, to put the puck right where he needed to high level skill and then Falk really asserting himself offensively. So JT, both of these guys seem to be in a good place on the offensive side. Uh, but I still have in an ideal world. I, I still would think that each could probably be better off with somebody different. <laughs> well, yeah, it is an odd pairing. You have two offensive defensemen in the same group and two uh, guys that aren't, aren't the, uh, 
I would say tallest guys. I mean, Falk isn't tall, but he's he's thick, you know, and and he can use his body to 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 win battles uh, uh, along the boards. But uh, yeah, it, it 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 is a strange pairing. And and I asked Barubia a couple three days ago about him, and all he talked about was what they can do offensively. I mean, what, uh, didn't, didn't, didn't bring up anything about defense. And you, you, the dynamic is Falk likes to jump in the rush and Krug likes to pass it to the, to the forwards. And, and as you mentioned, you know, Falk got caught without, without any uh, forward uh, uh, rotating back. And, and that led to uh, uh, the, 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 the two on one break, but it's it, for Falk's confidence uh, offensively, it, it's been good to see him, uh, you know, get off to a good offensive start over the long haul, though, who knows what's going to happen with those two on, uh, on defense. Yeah. I was just looking at some analytics numbers and uh, with, when, with Krug on the ice, with Krug's numbers is breaks down. Uh, teams are 89% above the league average on offense when Krug's on the ice at five on five, which is not as bad as Justin Falk, where opponents are 95% above the league average. So teams are scoring almost expected goals, almost twice as high as normal with when Falk is on the ice. Uh, so that that's something uh, in, in for a team that I don't think is going to score goals at this rate that they have already throughout the season. That's going to be something that is not sustainable. If, if, if they are allowing that many goals, that's not good. Is it Jeff? <laughs> Well, you know, it's it, sometimes the, the analytics can um, amplify what seems apparent from watching the teams play. And uh, so it's going to take a team effort when they're out there. They, they're going to have to be sheltered as a pairing. Um, and that's tough because you can only lean so hard on your shutdown pair. Now, that does bring us to the third pairing, which is a more natural pairing, uh, which is, you know, when you have a Robert Bortuzzo doing what uh, Robert Bortuzzo does um, in his own end, and just making a quick play with the, the puck when, when need be. And then Jake Wallman, who says, you know what, I'll, I'll just take the puck here and I'm going to go all the way down the ice with it. And I'm going to skate really fast. So you have a, a guy with, you know, Wallman who just has explosive ability to advance the puck teamed with a guy that is best left just hanging around the net in the back wall doing the dirty work. I like that pairing. I just don't know how much you can play him, JT. I mean, they, Wallman's really noticeable because he'll make the big rushes. You know, he'll he'll take off and, and go do something. Now, he doesn't produce a ton with those rushes yet, but, um, you know, it, that combination makes sense. But, JT, how much can you play him? Yeah, well, right now the answer to that is not not a whole lot, but, uh, you know, I think uh, Baruby kind of turned to Wallman with all, with all the injuries because he was frustrated over their zone exits and, and – some uh, sloppy passing and, and Mikola was a guy who he said needed better puck management, you know, in terms of getting the puck out of his zone. Well, if you can't pass it out quickly, you have a guy like Wallman who, as you mentioned, just skated out, just skate up the ice. I think you can make the argument. He's probably the second fastest guy on the team next to Kyrou, maybe a distant second, but uh, you know, and we forget that that was only last night. It was only his 28th and NHL uh, game for Wallman. So he's still, uh, he's still, uh, uh, very, uh, very new at this, but right now I think Wallman's, you know, he's, he's playing well enough that, uh, you know, I know Baruby said, yeah, we want to get everybody in the game here early. I mean, he may, he may keep Mikola, uh, on the bench for a while, uh, along with, 
with uh, Kyle Clifford, who we may not see for a while. Those same analytics say Wallman 33% below the league average on expected goals when he's on the ice. The numbers say he's doing as he's the best defenseman on the ice right now. Now he's, he's only getting, you know, he's gotten 11 minutes in two of the three games. Um, and obviously there's situational stuff, but uh, you know, why hasn't Mikola played in the first three games? I think because Wallman has done exceptionally well and they're going to stick with him. You know, JT, this is going to be a case where we've talked about Jake over and over again. You know, once a rising star, great prospect going back to his uh, pre-pro days. Uh, then, obviously, the, the the travails of trying to find his way uh, through the, uh, the the AHL maze and <laughs> being a, a cast-off to the point now where he's a determined young pro starting to break out. There are going to be some teams that uh, look back and say, you know what, well, we could have had that guy for a sack of donuts. And uh, guys yeah. like him are hard to find. And oh. There are guys like like a Brandstrom up in Ottawa who's a high draft pick, uh, higher than than Wallman, who is supposed to be the same type of player who hasn't made it. Uh, this guy's a turned into a pretty good asset, and, and you you combine that with Thomas and Cairo, and maybe you get a little something out of Costin. Um, you know, there's a little bit of future there where maybe a year ago we were wondering, you know, how much was coming for the Blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so so they don't have. Of volume when it comes to uh, prospects, some of these younger guys, but but it looks like maybe more of these guys are gonna gonna hit at least in terms of being you know acceptable NHL players than 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 maybe I uh, I thought. Yeah, Wallman was on the precipice. It looked like he was he was he was about uh, done for 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 a while. He he just there was no room. I mean the the, the decor was, wasn't changing, and then all of a sudden you have these injuries and kind of kind of massive turnover and he gets his chance and you know his defense has improved enough I think to the point where uh you know before he was just all offense 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 and he get caught caught up ice and and uh he, he was a defensive liability but uh now I I think he's finally you know and players mature at different levels but I think the light switch is on that with him that he needs to 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 play uh uh you know responsibly uh uh, back there. And uh, again, he's not a big guy. He doesn't have the um, Colton Pareko wingspan, but he's not a toothpick either. He's about 210. So he can, he can, I, I, I guess I call it hold up, uh, hold up physically. So yeah, this, this may uh, keep, uh, you know, barring injury, this may keep uh, Mikula on the bench and uh, Perunovic down in, uh, in Springfield for a while. Yeah. And Walman's got good coursing numbers. So he's, you know, possession has been something, when he's been on the ice and some of that is yeah the ability to skate the puck out of the back and the blues are just keeping the puck more when he's on the ice. So that's a, a good thing. And that's what this team needs to do um, is to you know have the puck more than the other team. Um, that's what's one of the ways they're going to be better. Okay. Last thing on the net front for this week, the uh, one of the, another of the big stories coming into the season was uh, you know, which Jordan Bennington, you know, the, I don't think folks were expecting him to ever sustain the sort of run that he had when he first broke out and the team went on its tremendous, uh, we'll never lose again uh, in that mode. Just uh, that was unbelievable, that run. But uh, certainly people needed to see more than we have seen since then on a consistent basis. Off JT, off to a pretty good start. This guy, I mean, I'm sure he's seen and heard the skepticism uh, about him and where he really stands in the league and 
and, and didn't get a particularly flattering uh, rating among uh, GMs and such in the uh, annual athletic goaltending poll, considered a second or third tier type uh, goaltender. Um, so far, so good for Jordan and a good, good effort last night. The only goal scored was after a really nice save on a, on a two on one. He just couldn't uh, control the rebound. Yeah, he was, he was superb last night. And really, even in the first two games, there was maybe only one goal against Arizona where, where he just couldn't control it in, in, in front of him. And easy for me to say from the safety of the press box, but George, just, just put your paws on that uh, puck. But, but otherwise, yeah. And he, he's made some spectacular saves. It looks like he's seeing the puck uh, really well. And of course it's all tied in with, I think he's getting more help from, uh, from the defense, but uh, uh, yeah, he, he, he's certainly off to a, a, a good start. And I think all along here at the net front, we've talked about, Hey, it's just not the blue line. It's just not the forwards tracking back. The goaltending has to, to be better. I, I agree with, uh, with, uh, what some of these uh, general managers and whatnot team executives had said, he'd kind of, he'd still been pretty good, but he kind of slipped back. I, I, I think how I phrase it, he was, he has been much closer, especially last year, much closer to average than to awesome. But uh, uh, if he plays like he is and the players, uh, I, I think they see it, they appreciate it and they're encouraging him. If he just plays like this all year, uh, they're going to win a lot of hockey games. One thing I think we've seen so far from him is something we saw in the Stanley Cup year, which is making saves at key points. And he did that both in the Colorado game and the Arizona game, where there were stops he made early that kept the Blues ahead or kept the Blues close. You know, you could, him, you know, he's allowed four goals in one of those games, three in the other, but most of those goals were late. He saved them early when the Blues had to stay close to be in the game, to get the lead and win those games. And once they got the lead, okay, then that's when those goals got in, when they weren't quite as pressing. But if he'd given up those goals early, if the Blues fall behind 3-1 to one to Colorado, good chance they're not catching up. But he made the saves early at the time they needed to be made, and I think that's a big thing for him. Yeah, and JT, when that happens, now the team plays better in front of a goaltender. He gives the team confidence. And that has an impact on up and down the ice and how a team plays. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, uh, uh, I, I still, he's been a little boring in the, in the quote department this year so far, but, uh, I'm just hoping, uh, an end to zoom will, will bring out the, the Jordan, uh, that we know, but who knows, maybe it's kind of a, a different world. Maybe part of his maturity is, uh, you know, he's not gonna, he's not gonna come into his, uh, who's Montgomery, uh, persona anymore, but, uh, but we'll see. And home games, no, uh, no Zoom will be face to face. So uh, there, there's always hope. It's amazing. This is how we measure things. It's not goals against average, save percentage, expected goals allowed. Tell me what his quote rate is, and that's what uh, that that's what we're. We need us. we need some analytics on uh, like courses for 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 quotes. Yeah, because we've lost we've lost quite a few good quotes here the last couple of years. This this is true. Very true. And, and David Perron can't be expected to go it alone and same for Ryan <laughs> O'Reilly. So, uh, well, listen, guys, it was a happy start to finish. Maybe the happiest net front presence in a long time. Start to finish. Hardly <laughs> any complaints. Maybe a minor complaint about Falk. And, and yeah, Jeff, don't you have anything that's gnawing yeah, We didn't talk about Butch Nevich. What the, what the deal with the headbutt? Do you mean what's yeah, what you you know, think of that listen, I'm not 
Here's the thing. I grew up in Detroit, uh, admiring the work of the great Bobo Brazil, who was uh, the master of the cocoa butt. You know, a much underappreciated tactical move in a hand-to-hand fight. And so the fact he went to it, eh, yeah, it cost him a couple games. But, you know, you're going to be a little more careful around Pavel now. That's all. I mean, I'm not going to get on a guy in the middle of a three-game winning streak. And besides, you know, I appreciate a good headbutt once in a while. You know, it gives the game a little more flavor. That was a good one. Uh, about $141,000 worth of good ones. Yeah, probably a little too much color for, for his. That's a lot of money. Wow. But anyway, so, yeah. yeah. We'll, and it was, it was not subtle. It no, was not no, subtle. Because, it was not like in a scrum and you hit somebody. It was. I didn't mean to do that. I just was, I twitched and, you know, yeah. my helmet caught him. Yeah, no, it's, uh, there was no, there was no way to explain that away to the Department of Player Safety. There was yeah. no like, what? What did I do? I didn't mean anything. No. Yeah, that was that was probably a short call, huh? Oh boy! So and I'm sure I'm sure uh, uh, George Parlos probably had to stifle a laugh on that one. Um, all right, well that's it for this edition of the Netfront. A reminder that uh, you'll find the Netfront on STLToday.com and also in your favorite uh, podcast app. Uh, hopefully, you can locate it there. Tell your friends about it. We're getting pretty good following. Uh, people are excited about hockey. We're excited to have JT and uh, Tom back every week. Reminder that all of our podcasts are available at stltoday.com slash podcast. Uh, Check them out. We do a lot of cool things. Until next time, for JT, for Tom, see ya.